Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the midweek NFL edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and all I want for Christmas is one more Vikings win. Well, maybe three. Uh, the Santa, your move. First up, it's a man who uh, always puts his best foot forward, even when he's on the other NFL show during the holiday crunch week. It's Sportsline Phil. Sportsline Phil, uh, you had a solid uh, Monday or weekend overall on sides and such, but most importantly, the real question here is what Hallmark movie were you watching while wrapping gifts tonight? I have no idea what it was called. It just gets me into the spirit, you know, just flick on Hallmark and see a Christmas love story while wrapping presents. So uh, that all feels really good, especially off a of 3 and 0 Monday night, baby. Go Absolutely. Seahawks, the real avian team. Oh, my God. The truest, the the, the premier avian matchup, certainly uh, of the season, certainly uh you know, gave us a lot to talk about and a lot, a lot to watch, a lot visually. That was a uh, nice in a nice rain game, right? <laughs> I love rain. I love a home dog. I love Drew Locke. I love being 3-0. So let's try and duplicate that tomorrow. Who knows? Let's do it again. All right, and finally, it's a man who's always here to deconstruct my Vikings losses uh, with me when they inevitably, inevitably pee down their legs any day of the week. It's Arch Stan. Arch, what holiday movie are you putting on to wrap presents? Ooh, um, I, you know, a Lethal Weapon, probably. Lethal Weapon. There you go. I, I you had a, a flurry of suggestions of uh, kind of off the beaten path holiday films that I feel like I'm going to uh, I'm going to have to go down later this week. You know, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Another one. It's got the great line. Do you know what the what the definition of idiot is? A picture of me? No, the definition of an idiot, which you are. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh. oh, Phil left. He didn't like that joke at all. No, he loved that joke. He 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 loved that joke so much. Actually, uh, I'm sure you know Arch. He, well, well, Phil uh, reconnects here. Let's talk about your power rankings that you released uh, just recently today. Actually, going through it, your top ten here. You got the 49ers at the top, Ravens, Cowboys, Dolphins, Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Lions, Bengals. And then Vikings. Now, Arch, we've talked a lot about the Vikings, but uh, week after week here, and I, I was down that the Vikings remain in and around the top ten. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to bang the table for Phil's Colts, though. Here, Phil, what did you take away from this top ten? From this, uh, just the entire rankings, if anything. I I uh, I like them. I like them. Uh, the Niners, Ravens. We, we, I've got them number one and number two. I've got futures on both teams to win their respective divisions. So I love seeing them. Up top there, we see the Bills coming in at number five, mm-hmm. and their luck factor is the highest on the board. It's a minus two point one in the in the power rating. So uh, that team is really starting to to take off. And 
is evidenced by our five to one bills to make the playoff ticket. That's minus two twenty now. Mm. That feels. Um, and then the boom, and then the Vikings creeping into the top ten, even you know after not showing much the last few weeks. So you're probably really happy. I'm really happy. You know the Colts 18th, but we're we're in the playoffs, baby. As of right now, I'm I'm feeling good. I love it. Keep the keep the power rankings coming. Well, exactly. Right. You know, and and Phil, that's one of the things. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's one of the things I want to talk about. Is I was banging the table for uh, your Colts. They they moved up from twenty three to eighty last week, but they also went from being uh, lucky to being unlucky, <laughs> or from the uh, vice versa. They, they they switched. They 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 just totally jumped luck factor in that last game, which is uh, I found very interesting. Now, Art, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What, what were you going to hop in with? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, there are probably twenty three teams who are pathetic. <laughs> in this power ranking here um after the lions at number eight uh doesn't this ranking does not think highly of any of these teams after the lions and doesn't really love the lions that much yeah that is absolutely true uh you know bearing fact to the idea that these teams are all uh after the lions are more or less barely a point above average uh yeah. a- anyone yeah. that's better than average and everyone else is at minimum a, a bit worse than average, it seems quite nearly. So uh, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, chaff. This is absolutely the Roger Goodell fever dream right here. Uh, you know, um, I, I'm looking at your Colts, though, uh, Phil, and real fast. So they went from 23 to 18 this week and also shifted from unlucky to lucky. Going forward, they have a reasonable schedule, albeit against a bunch of other playoff hopefuls in the Falcons, Raiders and Texans. Now I say playoff hopefuls. Because this is the Roger Goodell fever dream on steroids right now in the AFC. Uh, honestly, the bottom 10 feels like it separated itself from the league more than the entire group of the rest of the, you know, basically <laughs> from like the Bengals, you know, here to like the Steelers, more or less. It feels like the bottom 10 has really actually separated itself. So the bottom 10, for those who care, starting from the worst, are the Panthers, Cardinals, Giants, Patriots, Commanders, Titans, Jets, Bears, Chargers, and Falcons. Uh, now looking through a lot of uh, it really feels like a lot of those teams going forward are going to have to play for these finals weeks so there's a, a lot of this middle team area that's going to have to play in these final weeks and speaking of um uh, one of the teams that I really want to touch on I uh, that that was getting the Bengals they feel like they are just about to get out and those bills um you know they are moving in more as we see obviously it looks like the bills are in the top five they should be a playoff uh playoff team but they are on the outside looking in right now so uh arch we obviously love the bills going forward uh but it seems like this is a really this is where the rubber meets the road and they have two matchups over these next two weeks that are a little bit uh silly to me uh they have the chargers um (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and and, and and to me, it, and then the Patriots, and those are both very easy slip up, like very big banana peels, if you ask me, uh, for this kind of a team. Uh, <laughs> if you believe in curses in the NFL or you believe in curses in teams, those are massive banana peels, I feel like, in the road here. So, uh, I mean, we we still like what we got going forward. We love our closing line value going forward. We wouldn't bet it now, though, at even money, right? I, I think that uh, uh, Arch, you wouldn't bet it. Uh, Phil, would you bet no, that at even no, money? No. Or I, I'm guessing it's not even at even money right now. No, to, make bills, to make the playoffs. Bills to make the playoffs. No, it's 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 minus two twenty or no, worse. No, no, I, no. Yeah, I I said um, on last Friday's show again before they before they they put another win in the win column that it would be time to pivot to the Bills to win the AFC at eleven to one, and I think that's that's probably gone too. That's six fifty to one. So I, I think the Bills wagon has left the station, either oh, have yeah. the tickets 
or you should have been in the book club. Absolutely. Now, uh, thinking about those next two matchups that they have between the Chargers and the Patriots, which one is going to be the bigger banana peel for this Bills team? Uh, Phil, you first. Uh, neither. I, I think they're they're going to cut through those teams like a hot knife through butter, uh, and then they'll be playing Miami for the division. And I think that's the way it was always meant to be. That's why they put that matchup at the end of the year. This Bills team is getting right. The thing they were missing all year long was a running game that wasn't Josh Allen. And we saw this weekend uh, that they found a running game, you know, 175 yards on the on the ground. I mean, the, the, the offensive line was creating holes. This is a Bills team that doesn't have any any, you know, missing pieces now. It's, it's all business. I think the Bills know what lies ahead. Let's go get it done. Cash a couple tickets for us. You know, to bolster your argument that the Bills might win the AFC East, let's look at the Dolphins. They play the Cowboys, the Ravens, and then the Bills. That's their next Man, three games. Murderers row. Yeah, it is the, very. It is the hardest strength of schedule um, remaining by far, by double. Uh, their, oh. their rating is, is doubly as, as you know, difficult as team number two. So, uh, you know, the, the Bills, we, we got a shot here. This, this was a great value ticket. Hell, very, very much so. Chris Farley, hell yeah, that. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, overall, I mean, uh, I think that the other major thing that stood out to me is the Vikings are still, uh, on the cusp of the top 10, which I look at the Seahawks, I look at the Browns, I look at the Rams. I feel like there's a lot of competitive teams around them. The Vikings are just marred by, I guess, their luck factor. And, uh, I, you know, I guess I need to be talked off a ledge here about the, the team going forward. Are, are, are we going to be uh, st- stuck in a bunch of a quarterback mess uh, in the division, given the fact that Jordan Love may be moving up? Or is he going to just cement himself as a mid-tier quarterback, Phil? Is, is Jordan oh, Love just... I, is, oh, boy. Oh, boy. oh no. I, I see you strategically kicked it over to me for the Jordan Love uh, question. And uh, no, he'll, he's never going to be good. I, I think the guy is terrible. Um, he's not even going to be middle-tier. Just... Awful. Not even middle tier. The guy's a bottom 10 quarterback in the league, um, you know, which is which is great. You know, there's only 32 available positions in the NFL at quarterback. And he's, you know, in the bottom third. Congratulations, Jordan Love. You're cashing NFL paychecks. You'd never start for my team. God, I, I, I love this. And Phil, we are going to actually be uh, have I, I've already circled on the calendar. Arch knows about it. The stoppable force, movable object game of the week. Uh, for you at least, uh, involving the quarterback position. But before we get to that, we got to talk through uh, the Thursday night game. So uh, looking at that, it's a matchup that's a little bit more spicy now than it looked five weeks ago or six weeks ago, that's for sure. Uh, It's the New Orleans Saints who are heading to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Right now, you can catch the Saints plus four and a half points on the road or Rams minus four. Uh, The total was at 46, last I checked. And the Saints money line can be had at plus 176. I'll pull the live lines for us right now. Uh, but l- looking at that, uh, everything in my body tells me that the Rams will win and cover here. Uh, they've gone 8-5-1 and one this season against the spread. Uh, New Orleans, they've played some of the bottom 10 teams uh, these last two weeks in the Giants and the Panthers. And I, I have to believe that the Rams are just uh, an overall better squad. Um, they've taken care of business against those bad teams, beating Browns, uh, and have beaten the Browns, the Seahawks, and covered against the Ravens over the last five weeks. Uh, so I feel like I may be drinking a lot of Rams Kool-Aid right now. Uh, but uh, uh, Arch, are the Rams the play? No, I, I actually I like the Saints here, plus the points on the Ooh, road. Saints plus the points on the road. Four and a half, especially. I was thinking four, but if it's four and a half, yes. There Saints, are some baby. four and a halfs available. There you go. 
Very good. All right. Uh, uh, I'm glad Arch said I have you talking about Valedge. Phil, what are your thoughts on this game? Everybody on planet Earth is on the Rams right now. All the talking heads, all the experts, everybody's laying it with the Rams. Um, Sure, they've won four out of five. Uh, They're getting this game at home. And the Saints have been playing somewhat lackluster football over the last month. They've only won, you know, two of the last five, but they were two in a row albeit against the Panthers and the Giants at home, you know, in the safe confines of New Orleans. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, I, I think this is, is where the Saints stamp their ticket. You know, they're, they're in the, the hunt of the playoff mix. Derek Carr has obviously been playing a little, little hobbled. Uh, Chris Olave, I just saw, is going to go. He's, he's, he's a green light, which I think is a huge weapon. Defense does travel. The Saints team, you know, they've allowed six points in each of the last two weeks. The Rams, a lot of window dressing last week. Kyron Williams went off. Um, You've got the Puka Nakua talk, uh, you know, to to break all the rookie records. I just think that all the narratives are pointing towards the Rams. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to take the Saints here, plus the four and a half. Big key number. I like it. Give me the Saints. There we go. See, this this is why I have I have friends. This is why I talk to other people who aren't my uh, who aren't my loved ones. You know, so That's that right. I have someone so I have someone to talk me off the ledge. You know, I, I can't I can't live in in my in my Minnesota echo chamber, if you will. Right. I I did my best to get you off the Giants on Sunday too. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, well, before we get to any more of the games that are coming up this weekend, because we do have some Saturday, Saturday games, some other stuff, it's time to talk about the book club. The book club it is our private Discord server chock full of bets, memes, and other sports related stuff, including prime access to Arch's Ice Picks. Now, if you want to check out the book club and join some classes, folks, we'll give you a one-time three-day for free trial. Just check it out, and then after that, it's only 25 bucks a month. Uh, Phil had us on the Bills, as we've mentioned about a thousand times so far on this uh, podcast and others previously, at plus 400 weeks ago. And he knocked out the last winless NFL team this season at plus 1,400 thanks to his sage quarterback whispering within the book club. Now, all you have to do to get some of those lines is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyonehateswins.com. You can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. Phil, you've made me a lot of money this year. I just got to thank you for helping me stay in the green. Ah, sure thing. It was five to one. It was five to one. So that's a whole new, a whole another multiplier there. Yeah. You know I'm what else I... we're on, guys? You know what else we're on? Tell that, me what else we're that on. took a tumble in the marketplace. We're on the Jags. No, to make the playoffs at ten to one. I love that. And I see that all the books have populated these season wins and make playoffs. And what's missing? The Jaguars. That was Ooh. such a bad line that that we uh, we snapped up, and now we've got Trevor Lawrence and concussion protocol. Prayers up, um, you know, and, and a hot Colts team, hot on their heels. I love it, man. This thing is probably going to open back up at three to one. Man, I, I feel good. Get in the book club. That's right. Hey. Oh, did you see that Egg is they're trying to bribe Egg to cash out his bills bet early now? I've got the same cash out. Did you got the same cash out too? Yeah. They're, they're, no, they're thank you. Begging you to take it now. No thanks. What's what? What is the bag? What's the percentage of uh, of the payout that of the ultimate? You know, the full win payout that they're trying to uh, entice uh, you with. One eighty. It's, it's three and a half times yeah. his bet. Yeah. yeah. Oh baby. No thanks. We'll take the five times. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. We'll take. We'll we'll take the much better number that we got on. Impressive. There you added is. that one, sexy, didn't you? 
Yeah, uh, well, I, I, I should have added that one, you know, as a Star Wars freak, but I, I think right. that, uh, you know, you guys, uh, Phil, uh, you and, uh, your life partner, Vitney, have done so much to add a lot of, uh, <laughs> and really fill out the sounds in the soundboard to the, to the point that Arch has said that we only have X many remaining, Arch, right? Yeah, we're running low. We're starting to run out of slots. That's weird. I thought we had slots. That's weird. We have well, we have we have plenty of space for now to fit in. Uh, I, I I think a little bit more, but let's six. Fit in a little- we have six left, Phil. You got to pick them carefully. Oh my goodness! I've never <laughs> seen so many dead hookers in all my life. We can't have enough Norm Macdonald. Nope. Where are we going, Saxy? Yeah, hey, come on. You got to get control of the show, Saxy. Get okay, to work. Okay, I'm, I'm, what I'll are you wrangle, doing over I'll there? I'll wrangle you guys in. Okay, we're going to go to the Saturday game, starting with the first one, Cincinnati Bengals. Goodness to Christ, they're playing two Saturdays in a row. <laughs> what the hell is happening here? Right now, the Steelers are home dogs getting two points. The total is maybe a little high for two backup QB AFC North mid-December uh, game kind of status happening here. <laughs> but you can get us Joe's money line at plus 115, if, I, uh, if I'm not correct. Let me see that yeah if you want to be a real part of Steelers nation right there arch we know divisional matchups are weird but the Steelers have lost four or five including the last three uh Cincinnati is getting a much better QB play right now however we might get a little bit of a question mark in the QB position from the Steelers in Mason Rudolph starting for the Steelers this week so is this matchup weird enough to uh want to take those points or uh to even bet on the Steelers I hate this game I hate this game if I have to pick a side I'm taking Cincinnati minus the two I think that's the right side. I just don't like it. It makes me kind of ill. I don't want to do it, but I think that's the side. That's the one that makes you ill. The Bengals. Mo- okay. Okay. That's that's. It feels okay. I, to, to me, again, I, it felt like Cincinnati is the right side in this one. Phil, what are your thoughts here? I too think Cincinnati is the right side. Uh, I don't have any real detailed write up on this one. I just know Pittsburgh is 22nd against the pass. Um, <laughs> they're really, really bad at generating pressure rate. I think the last five weeks, they're like 30th or something. Uh, Jake Browning should cut him up. I mean, he's got 275 yards in each of his last three games. Um, his first start was against the Steelers. It, it didn't go very well, but, you know, he's had some time. He's gotten a lot more meaningful practice snaps and game snaps, and I think they know how to use him. I like Cincinnati here laying the, laying the small number of the two and a half. There you go. Jake Browning revenge game, Saxy. Actually, well, the revenge game was actually the one that happened last week, it felt like. In the, well, the fourth, it was just a revenge quarter, even. Just the fourth quarter <laughs> was a revenge quarter that he executed upon uh, my beloved Vikings. Uh, well, and that little bit of overtime. Uh, okay. Yeah, that ball, was. Ball uh, don't th- lie. Ball don't lie. Oh, my God. Ball don't lie. I, listen, I, I like Browning from the get go. I, I honestly thought that Browning, uh, from the from the start, once Burrow was out in that one game, I thought that he was making some pretty decent passes, actually, some uh, some pretty solid um, shots on the side of the sidelines, on the side of the field, where it's really hard to get the ball in timing um, with your receivers. It looked like he was at least playing better than I thought that a backup quarterback would, especially one as young as him, that would probably require development or something along the lines of that. And he has surprised. So that's why I kind of think that there's an advantage on the Cincinnati side this week. And if anything, I would be on the Bengals. But I, I, I kind of want to watch this because it looks like there's a one and a half available. If I can get that one. There, there is. Yeah. And the one that would just make me want to take. I, I probably just want to take this minus 124 money line over at FanDuel. Maybe. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that, Phil, this is again, you're proving again the reason why we have friends here. There it is. 
There well, it is. Phil said Phil said that the Steelers have a hard time generating pressure. I would I would counter that argument and say that Phil, the Steelers have a hard time generating anything. True. <laughs> Offense. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know they had their one bounce back game or a uh, bounce unback game. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, regardless, actually, we're going to talk about one of those again later. Uh, let's let's talk about the other Saturday game that we got, which is the Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Bills, as you have said, Phil, the freight train has left the station. And uh, as I alluded to before, hopefully it isn't making any stops on its way. Right now, the Chargers are getting 11.5 points at home. The total is at 44. And if you're clinically insane, you may have the Chargers money line at plus 550. If you say you're a Bills fan who's – or maybe you're a Bills fan who's trying to emotionally hedge yourself. That 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 might be the other option for why you would be on that line. Uh, do we think the Chargers have it in them to lose con- as convincingly as they did last week, Arch? Uh, no, I don't think they have it in them to lose that bad. Bills are playing better, but they're still the Bills. When we talk about range of outcomes, it's pretty big with the Bills. I do think they win. I do think they take care of business, but I don't think they cover you- – 12? 12 and, 12 and a half, and a half uh, out there. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning more towards the Chargers with that 12 and a half. I was, I was kind of feeling that. Uh, Phil, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, everybody, like I said, all the values dried up on the bills. People like betting the bills now. You know, it's, it's a cool thing to do. Um, you know, and, and we all saw the Chargers just get absolutely throttled. Easton stick, terrible. Um, you know, but this, this total is set at 44. So those 12 points are incredibly valuable in a, in a low total game. I think the value is actually on the Chargers here. I don't think there's any world that the Bills lose, uh, but I, I like the Chargers to cover. I also like Josh Allen, anytime touchdown, going to revisit that win from last week. At plus money, I'm seeing plus 115. I'm going to gobble that up as well. Oh, you know, speaking of Josh Allen, I'm sorry to cut you off, uh, Saxy. Um, Egg wanted me to convey some stuff because he can't, can't be here tonight. He said that was a, le- a legitimate uh, roughing the passer call last week with, against the Bills. He said that was totally, totally legit. <laughs> moving on. Swiftly moving on. Uh, Phil, this is one that uh, is a game that has your heart, uh, and it is the Green Bay Packers at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, two of your favorite quarterbacks to hate. Phil here. Uh, the Packers favored by four and a half points on the road. I feel like this is uh, whatever the opposite of a bounce back game is for uh, being terrible for the Panthers. It feels like they should bounce back to being bad uh, to me. Uh, now, if it, Arch, in the past you have said that it feels like you believe Jordan Love is at minimum an okay QB. Like mm-hmm. maybe a Cousins line level QB purgatory style QB. Stop um, it. Don't mention Kirk Cousins in the same breath as Jordan Love. Okay. Kirk is way better. He's going to financially hamstring my team for years. Sorry. Uh, I just had to get that out. <laughs> is, is he, <laughs> sorry. Uh, is he going to show all the doubters that he's actually maybe a middle-tier quarterback this week and not total garbage, as Phil tends to believe? Arch? Sorry. That's a question yeah, to you. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to show and, and cover? They can. I, yeah, I, I, man, it's right there. The four and a half, I think that's probably where I, I have it as a four and a half point game. There's a five I and a half think, to be had. Well, then, no, I don't want the five and a half. I don't want, I don't want a piece of the Panthers. I got to talk my way into betting Green Bay or staying off this game. I think Jordan Love's going to have a, Love didn't look bad last week. He was completely and utterly let down by that incompetent defense of theirs. He looked fine. Don't no, he didn't. No, oh my God. Did you watch the first half? 
No. Okay. Well, then that's why you're saying he looked fine. He did not look fine. Everything is not fine. Jordan Love stinks. He was overthrowing guys by six, seven yards. He had tons of open looks that he missed in that game. Green Bay should have probably won by two touchdowns, if not more. He is terrible. Okay, well, this is very much stoppable force, movable object game of the week, as as I alluded to before, uh, Phil, with the quarterback position here for you. So I need to ask you, what side are you going to take? Because we we still know who's starting for the Panthers. Yeah, so it's it's Bryce Young for the Panthers, right? He still plays for them. <laughs> still does, still plays for them. And Jordan Love, I guess, is still on the roster for the Packers. <sighs> They're both so starting this my, week. <laughs> yeah, the normal way that I talk myself into these guys' you know, games is – it's really not working this week. Um, so what I'm going to take a piece of, we know that the Green Bay Packers have a terrible defense. Don't we, Arch? Wasn't there some stats or something that we saw? Unless they play Kansas City, yeah, they have a terrible defense. Yeah. All right, so I think the only way to attack this game is, I, I think we see, what, what's the total on this? 36 and a like half, 30, 37. Yeah, 30, yeah, give me the over, 36 and a half. And then I want to take Bryce Young over, Passing yardage, I'm seeing 170 and a half. I want that. I want Bryce Young two-plus passing touchdowns. I see plus 290. I'll take a little sliver of that. Uh, that way I don't have to root for either side. I'm going to root for points, and I'm going to root for Bryce to get something going through the air uh, to take advantage of a very, very porous and terrible pass defense in Green Bay. Give me some Bryce Young props and give me the over. Bill, I love the way that you're approaching this game. You're oppoing it because you have stoppable force, movable objects. So instead of rooting against human achievement, you're going to root for human achievement in the form of Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've rooted against these guys collectively for the past 14 weeks. So I guess I got to pick a side. You, you, you're forcing my hand, my broken hand. You're forcing me to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would. I listen. I, I as as uh. Well, I'm not the medical professional on this show, but as someone who cares for uh you to medically recover, I would never push your hand, especially the broken one, or force it. But uh, that th- those are all the major matchups that I felt like really compelled to speak upon uh this week. So, gentlemen, what else do we want to look at real quick? Uh, I, we got the early stuff. We got the Saturday stuff out of the way. So, uh, what else early in the week? Is a, is a pick that we feel like we got to give out. Phil, is there anything that you saw as I'm scrolling? I like this Bears-Cardinals matchup. That mm. caught my eye. It's a, uh, you know, the afternoon window on Sunday. Looks like the Bears are laying four mostly across the board. It's Soldier Field. It's going to be cold. You've got the Cardinals team, who is really, really bad. They've got a very, very poor defense. They're 29th in yards per play. Uh, they're also absolute worst in the NFL against the run. They gave up 139.6 yards per game. Over the last three weeks, they're allowing an impossible 5.6 yards per carry. On the other side, the Bears defense is number one in the NFL against the run. Uh, so I don't. I think the Cardinals are going to struggle to matriculate the ball via foot traffic uh, and force Kyler Murray to make some plays, and he hasn't been doing that very much. So I like the Bears here. Laying the four at home, give me some of that. Dang, that does that. That feels like it's also in the uh, Arch feels sick about it taking the Bengals kind of territory. Arch, what are your thoughts on that? Actually, I agree with Phil. I think this is probably closer to a five or a six point game. I like the Bears minus the four. Arizona's showing nothing. I'm looking at some of these stats. Their EPA per pass is minus point one five. Every time, every time Arizona tries to throw the ball, you they're subtracting points from their total 
Damn. Yeah, and I mean the Bears are are playing better football. I mean they they blew it late last week, but they were leading the Browns in Cleveland. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. This is just a, a whole different tier of talent. I, I think the Bears are still motivated to play well, um, knowing that they have that top pick in the draft. You know, from a trade. You know, so they're you know they're already set. And Justin Fields has everything to play for, so they don't take Caleb Williams. That is true. That is that is a very interesting factor in this. Is in, in, in that uh, Justin Fields would absolutely want to put out the best tape imaginable, so that if anything, uh, he's at least uh, a reasonable, uh, beautiful candidate for some other team to maybe hop to. Sorry, RJ. why not do both? Why not keep Fields and and draft the new guy? Fields is still under his rookie contract. Why not? That worked so well for Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers wasn't on his rookie contract. No, I know. They say they say. Well, that would actually that, Arch. That's not a bad idea. That's that's actually. I mean, because do you think that they could like dump off Fields in the offseason yeah, if they think right. like Caleb Williams is looking good and you have some or, offseason yeah, injury I mean, to a quarterback and you switch material. gears? 20, 29 for thirty nine, two eighty four, seven point three yards per attempt, two touchdowns. That's a starting quarterback. That's a starting quarterback line from Jordan Love. I just had to go look. Oof. Goodness. <laughs> this is Arch. Arch is uh, throwing uh, digital fists out here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, Phil, what else were you looking at this week? What else do you like? Well, I've got some props on that game, Ooh. but Ooh, uh, yeah, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for Friday. I'm saving it for Friday for the real oh, show. Sexy. You've well, there's demoted. there's just not enough. There, there's not enough availability to to uh, you know tout them here. So I'm right. I'm just on the Bears and that's okay. Um, you know what it really, really is? He, he, he wants to bounce his ideas off Vinny and then get the thumbs up first. That's what it is. Well, Vinny is the NFL guy. I'm just a, <laughs> yeah. a color. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm is also, disclaimer, I'm betting the Colts this week. Uh, oh. Taylor Heineke's going for the Falcons. Um, I like the Colts here, getting a point. They're playing pretty good ball. I'm also taking a little piece of them to win the division at plus 275. So I like the Colts. There's my disclaimer. There's my homer bet of the week. Are you going to take the spread or your money line? I didn't catch that part. I'll take the one. I think I think one is significant. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I it, there is a one and a half to be had, so you can you can get the Ooh. one and a half. So you you can uh, or maybe I'll proxy place that for you, Phil. <laughs> that one and, and a this half. This requires but... no sex. <laughs> this is the Colts game is a pick'em game, right? I mean, like I don't care what the spread says. I don't care what the books say. This is a pick'em game. Yeah. I think it's two teams on completely different trajectories here. We've seen Shane Steichen, you know, jump up to coach of the year stuff. I mean, they lost their quarterback early on in the year. I mean, this is, this is a backup that they're, that they're making magic with here. They're eight and six. I mean, they're fighting for a playoff spot. Nobody expected that when Anthony Richardson went down, nobody expected that, you know, this year Uh, they're way overachieving, but I think they're doing it the right way. They've got three really good weapons. Gardner's making the right calls. Zach Moss is running the football very well in for Jonathan Taylor and then Michael Pittman. I mean, he's a, he's an absolute weapon. So um, let me take my Colts hat off, but that's where, that's where I'm going to be. I know that Michael Pittman had a pretty serious, you know, uh, player to face situation that occurred on last uh, in this last game. Is that not correct? Michael Pittman uh, suffered a, yeah, he, he, he left, did not return. Mm. Yeah. Is he back? Is he going to be back? For the, uh, I'm pulling there, up the, you know, sorry, I hate to be, he is questionable, limited participant in today's practice. Man, we'll see him. He'll he'll suit up. Yeah, I'd be questionable to stand up today if that happened to me on Sunday. But <laughs> regardless, uh, I I fully agree that this 
absolutely feels like a uh, a pick'em game. Um, and if anything, take the plus you know points with the Colts here. The real thing, though, Phil, it, here's what blows my mind: is in the NFC, the Falcons are actually similar to the Colts. They're both they're, these are two teams that are fighting to win the division. They're fighting for wild card placement potentially if they don't win the division. Uh, it, it, they're they're kind of both in in actually that they've reached the same place. Their trajectory, I agree, is a little bit different, but somehow they have come to the same place together. And so uh, it's it, it's kind of strange because I feel like there's a lot more positive juju around the Colts right now than there will be the Falcons, especially after uh, the Falcons lost to both a divisional opponent and a terrible quarterback in the form of Bryce Young last week. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Falcons are six and eight. I think their only way in realistically is to win this division. And I, I think the Bucks and the Saints have other plans. I, I think the Falcons are going to be on the outside looking in, uh, which is good because nobody wants to see Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke start a playoff game. I mean, the NFC is down. Um, but, you know, Baker, Baker's making a, a case for comeback player of the year. I mean, he's like the third favorite I saw, 12-1. to 1. Uh, And the Saints have some weapons to, to mix it up against, you know, NFC foes. So the, the Falcons are not a deserving playoff team. And like you said, they're, they're waving the white flag. Um, they don't know what to do with quarterback. It's a mess in Atlanta. Again, this is a team that built a Chick-fil-A inside their Sunday NFL football stadium. So not a not a bunch of, you know, brainiacs and well, rocket scientists working on that one. Okay, well, have you ever seen Arthur Blank dance? Just saying. No, I mean, he, I, I, I read a book about him at the Home Depot, though. He, you know, shout out to Arthur Blank. He's a gazillionaire. Arch, you got any Arthur Blank thoughts? I have no Arthur Blank thoughts. I'm thoughts are blank. blank. Got it. Okay. Uh, well, moving on. Phil, you got any other games you want to touch on this week? Before, before I'm all out of games. I, I have a I have a season long prop. So you know, kick it over to Arch if he has anything else, and then we can wrap it up with my prop. Yeah, Arch. Any early lines you want to get on uh, this week? I'm really tempted to take this Dolphins line minus the point and a half. I'm really, really tempted to do it. I know well, uh, the Do- I, I know the Dolphins don't do well against teams above 500. Man, though, I know. Yeah, you, you don't think much of their coverage, right? Uh, Dallas's coverage, Phil? Do you? I do not. Yeah, I do not. Yeah. I in think, fact, I think, we saw. Yeah, we saw Josh Allen not throw an interception last week to cash a ticket for us, which is well, they, that's like a huge, <laughs> huge achievement for Josh the, Allen. Unbelievable. The Bills were up 21 points, and he had five completions. Five. He, he didn't have to. He yeah, didn't have yeah. to. It's awesome. So I, the Do- the Dolphins minus one and a half is a really interesting one. I kind of like it. That's that that absolutely feels like a a, a line that. I mean, do we think it's going to get better over the week? Do we think that that's going to get better for us? Do you think it's going to get closer to a pick'em as the weekend goes by, or as we get closer to the weekend? Because I think a lot of people are jumping on Cowboys. I don't know about Phil, but I think a lot I would of agree. Are the Cowboys. Yeah. I would agree. Phil, uh, yeah, I like I like the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. Well, I know we like the Dolphins, but do we think that that line may get any better? Do we think that it's gonna? You know... Oh, sure. Yeah, the Cowboys. The, the public are may the public, public may push team. that may push yeah, yeah. that line down. So, like you know, maybe check this tomorrow morning. Check it. Uh, you know, uh, check it the next time. You know, throughout the day. See if it moves down. Maybe you get a better line on the Dolphins. Better chance to hop in. Feels good. Feels good. All right, Arch. Anything else you got? Um. There was one more. Let me see. I'm looking at my list. 
Oh shit! I lost my. Chiefs life. are only uh, favored by ten against the Raiders. Yeah, they don't win. They uh, don't win by margin. Yeah, I don't know, like that. I guess Monday we could talk about Christmas. I really like Baltimore plus the five and a half against the San Francisco 49ers. Boy, they picked, I mean, this is the best game of the week here and I can't wait to see it, but I do think Baltimore keeps it close against the Niners does not win, but that five and a half, I think they cover. Yeah. This feels like a Super Bowl preview practically right here. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, Phil, exactly. Hopefully, hopefully Phil, uh, what do you like in this game? Uh, I mean, obviously getting the points helps, but it does feel like these teams may just uh, go back and forth with touchdowns, right? Wouldn't mind some late-game heroics from Brock Purdy uh, with my, my Brock MVP tickets. Also wouldn't mind if they tie, you know? I, I don't want either of their uh, my closing line value to diminish. But I, I, I think Arch is right here. I think the Ravens, uh, anything over four, I mean, the four and a half there is even good. Uh, five and a half at some spots. I would yeah. take, the, take the points with the Ravens. Um, and if they don't cover, well, you, you know, go ahead and crown the Niners because I think the Ravens are the only team that can can put a scare into the into the Niners. Yeah, I mean that that definitely feels like uh, almost game of the year right now. The schedule makers who oh, whatever sure. what, whatever AI they did, they really did uh make the parody, the Roger Goodell Fever Dream parody that I've spoke to exist. And then beyond that, give us some decent matchups here late in the season. The the thir- even the Thursday night matchup, all all what is it? Uh all ships rise, you know, with high tides. The, the, the incoming the tide, the rising tide, right? Rising tide raises Lifts all, all ships. Boats. Lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. I need I I live in a landlocked state, so I need someone who lives on the coast to explain it to me. So I was, you know, that's why I looked over you, Phil. I do pay flood insurance every month. It's a, it's a part of the cost of living. It's a part of the cost of living. Sure Arch, you have any more uh, deposits to the cost of living on your end here? I, I, I no, not really. I I'm I'm really hunting for a reason to take the um, Giants, but I don't have enough data yet. So twelve, yeah, I think a cop probably will end up on the Giants side. Yeah, uh, divisional matchups are weird. Um, so I, twelve feels like a lot of points. It feels like if anything, uh, you know, this is a primetime game. Maybe I'll. Oh wait, well, goodness, it's one of the three Monday Monday day games. So it, it it's deeply primetime. I bet it hurts their feelings playing on Christmas. Uh, regardless, Phil, what do you like in this game? Giants, Eagles. Uh, I think the Eagles are broken. You know, panic time. That locker room is falling apart. I I do like. You know, touchdown Tommy DeVito. Um, I, I'm, I'm not taking a side here yet. I'll probably get to the window at some point before Friday, but I'll be leaning the Giants here. Would it, do you think it could get better than the 12? Do you think that it, it this could get better than the 12, or do you think that these are two public enough teams right now uh, between both Giants being a New York franchise and uh, the Eagles just being a solid team over the last few years? Um, do we think that this line is going to get any better uh or do you think that if if you want the 12 if you want to take the giants right now this is probably about the best time to take it at the plus 12 yeah it sure is i mean both of these teams are regional to me in gambling legal states so when they're not playing each other you can normally count on a little bit of a bump if you want to fade the eagles or something because there's always late money that comes in on the local teams and then the the books have to protect themselves against the local you know their their hold so uh since they're playing each other who knows? Um, you know, I, I don't think we'll be seeing a 14 or a 13 or anything like that. 12 and a half is kind of no man's land. So if you get the hook, go ahead. Cool. Uh, I like the 12, though. There we go. We like the 12. Arch? Yeah, I still like the 12. 
Still likes the twelve. Okay, I think that's I think that that's all we've got tonight, homie. So uh, if you want, wrong. you can follow us. Say what? He's got I props. said wrong. We've I've got a prop. I got a season long oh prop. My God, he, he teased prop. it. I'm so sorry. I, got a prop. I, I didn't have a, I, I I didn't flag anything. So yes, bring the prop. This is a big one. This is a, a big one. You guys may have to talk me off the ledge for once. But you know me. I'll bet twenty five bucks on anything, and I will bet fifty bucks on this. Uh, I think C.J. Stroud, right for. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. He was like minus 20,000 last week. He's minus 6,000 right now. And I feel like that number is just incredibly overinflated, right? Sure, he, he, he's got a concussion. Prayers up. I'm sure he's a great kid. Uh, but he didn't play last week. He's not playing this week. Maybe they lose, you know? Maybe they lose this week. Maybe they lose next week and he's not playing. And then they have nothing to play for in week 18. And maybe he sits. So maybe we've seen the last of C.J. Stroud. Who knows? What I'm arguing for is taking a little piece of Puka Nakua at 23-1 to to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He is 17 catches from breaking the rookie record. He is 310 yards from breaking the rookie record. If he breaks both of those records, and those are completely attainable numbers through three, three more games. Over three weeks, 17 yeah. for 310, yeah. Um, and we don't see C.J. Stroud again. Let's say the Texans don't make the playoffs. Maybe the Rams do. You're going to tell me that Puka Nakua, the offensive rookie who broke all the records, isn't going to win an award? People vote on this. Yeah. Give me Puka Nakua 23 to 1 to win offensive rookie of the year. I'm just I'm just uh try, trying to find this bet in my uh in my books right now. Arch Blovier for a while. What's uh, what oh. do you think? No, I love this bet and you're right. I think you're right because if Stroud is out, they're going to forget about him. They need these are these are idiots voting on this, and they forget about things so easily. So I I, I love that idea. They're totally going to forget he exists if they don't see him. If you don't put him in front of them. So yeah, I, I think Nakua is that's a very good value. Yeah, I mean a, a lot of it, a lot of the the implied value with Stroud was you know that they have D'Amico Ryan's. He was leading coach of the year. Uh, because it was a potential playoff team. C.J. Stroud was balling. The wheels kind of fell off there. He, he lost his his wide receiver target, you know, Tank Dell. Then Nico Collins went down. So even if he does come back, you know, who's he going to be throwing to? He, he looked very, very human without Tank Dell. But, you know, I, I'm just taking the upside on Puka here. Nothing against C.J. Stroud. What a great season. Um, but 23-1 to 1 is way too long. There's tons of value all the way down the board. Puka, 23-1, to 1, I'm, I'm in on it. Just got twenty five to one on Bet three sixty five. Locking it in, we're locking it yum. in. Locking you it in, dirty rascal. Love it. That's all, right. all I got. You can you can wrap it up now for real this time. All right, thank thank goodness, Phil. I have I have friends in this world. I have friends who will stop me. They will stop me from driving when I shouldn't drive. They they will stop me from uh, betting on things that I shouldn't bet on. And even more than that, they will tell me the things that I should bet on and gift us. Like, like you just did, Phil. These beautiful lines. So, homies, that's all we got for this evening. Have a wonderful holidays. You can follow us on the podcast, on our Instagram page, at Backdoor.Bets, and our Twitter, at Backdoor Scene, where we've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. Watch us on Twitch at BackdoorBets or uh, backdoor.bets. You can bet the uh, join the book club at everyonehateswins.com. Goodness to Christ. And until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.